Welcome to this week's edition of Get Twisted. We are going to be looking at some brand new tracks for the playlist. So this week is all about new music that we're adding to the station. We're also going to be taking an in-depth interview with Moto UK. We're going to be finding out all about their YouTube channel, how they've grown over the years, what bikes that they're taking out and reviewing, what they've been up to, and a huge trip that is being planned to travel across Europe. All that and much more in this week's Get Twisted. Easy Rider Tenerife is Tenerife's premium motorcycle rental and tour company. We specialize in retro, classic, and cruiser-style motorcycles. Check out our fleet online at easyridertenerife.com. You can also find our huge selection of routes and rides with private one-to-one tour guides, helping you discover the island on two wheels. Contact us for more information on 0034-822-680-791, or visit us at easyridertenerife.com. 
So welcome to Get Twisted. A big shout out to everybody who's riding motorcycles and the whole of the Ride Time Radio world. We are stretching out now across Europe, across the world. Plenty of listeners over in the States. We had listeners in Australia, India. Um, We're really getting out there, right? I'm really, really pleased with the way that the station's going. This is the Get Twisted show. This is when we talk to people. We do a lot of band reviews. And this week... We are speaking to the YouTuber Moto UK, or Moto UK, as Nick likes me to call it. But it depends which part of the world you're from, right? That really does. But he does a lot of bike testing, does a lot of work with Triumph Roll Enfield, tests a lot of different new models. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about a huge road trip that he has planned for this year, what kit and how he will be planning to do that. And uh, we're going to be listening to some new music that we're adding to the station. So this is all about testing out a few new songs that might be a little bit foreign to me. A band that I don't spend too much time listening to is Red Hot Chili Peppers, just because they wasn't my era. But we're going to start introducing a little bit more of them to the station. On request, this is Give It Away. This is off the Blood Sugar Sex Magic
The Red Hot Chili Peppers. They have made the playlist. You'll be hearing them on The Breakfast Show and on the other shows in the mornings. Now, this week we are looking at new dates for the volcano hunt. Can you believe it is 2024 already? And this is the third year that we'll be going into the Volcano Hunt, and it is going to be bigger and better than ever. We have a new venue. We have a new meet point. We have um, we have the Foo Fighters tribute come in. We have, um, hopefully, we're looking at something very special. I can't release it yet, as much as I would like to say, but we can't say. But we have sponsorship from Harley Davidson. We have sponsorship from Triumph. We will be looking for some more sponsors for the trophies. We, we, we will be introducing a new bike category for the shows, which will be Best Modern Classic, okay? Best Modern Classic. So for all you retro riders out there that want to put the bikes into the show, into a category, we will be looking for Best Modern Classic. Um, we will also have the tattoo show. We'll be expanding that a little bit more as well. Um, lots and lots of details to be released, but the date is for the diary. The 20th of April, 2024, is going to be the new Volcano Hunt. Yes, make that date. Posters will be done soon. All confirmations will be done soon, and we'll release some more details. Here's a bit of Metallica off the 72 Seasons album, If Darkness Had a Song.
That is a great album, 72 Seasons. When I saw a new album from Metallica come out, uh, kind of middle, end of last year, I was kind of like, oh, you know, is it going to be any good? Is it going to be just the same old again? Or what will they have done any different? But I was, I was actually quite surprised. I did do an actual album review on it last year when it came out, and I was quite surprised. You know, it was good. Everything's good. It's grinding. It's that kind of, you know, good old thrash metal at its best. And um, I liked it. I liked all the tracks on it. It's got some really good stuff on there. Um, and, well, let's get into a bit of Moto UK. So Moto UK is a YouTuber. He's been over and seen me plenty of times. We are actually good friends now. And uh, I wanted to cover um, just, you know, the life of a YouTuber a, a little bit. You know, he's doing well with his subscriptions. And if you do like what, we, what you hear, please go on and subscribe to his channel on YouTube as well. But let's get into what does it take to do a bit of YouTubing. Let's find out from the horse's mouth. Here's a in-depth interview with Nick from Moto UK. So you're listening to 90.4 FM. This is Ride Time Radio. We're going out on the south coast of Tenerife and, of course, we stretch across, well, pretty much everywhere these days. And I'm delighted to introduce my next guest who's been over with Easy Rider two or three times now, I think, isn't it, Nick, that you've been here? Yeah, it's about three times we've been over to you. Um, Nick is the um, YouTuber Moto UK, although he would say Moto UK as he always pulls me up on it, but because we've got that Spanish twang going on. Um, so it's Moto UK, and it's a great channel for riding, kit, um, updates on bikes. I mean, you do pretty much about everything, Nick, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, diverse what we do. Um, you know, obviously, if you... you you focus on one area, whether it be motorcycle touring or kit reviews or bike reviews. Uh, I think if you focus on one area, it can get a little bit stale. So you've got to mix it up for different audiences. And uh, throughout the years, I've found that the, the audience feedback on certain videos that we put out uh, get better views than others. So we try and focus on the areas that the clients want, really. How long has it took you to build the channel up now? How many subscribers are you on now? So, okay, so we, we started the channel, I opened the YouTube channel in 2010, so quite early. Um, now, originally the channel was uh, just for me, and really I was using it just to record my touring videos. And, and you know, it's something then that, that's embedded, and, you know, my family and my girls in the future can look back at their father riding his bike through Europe and stuff. Um, and then it was only, I would say, in 2019, so sort of pre-pandemic uh, sort of area, that I thought, hang on, you know, the YouTube channel's getting some views now. And uh, it started to grow, and there was a lot more feedback coming back. And uh, I, I decided to, to pretty much put uh, more of my sort of part-time effort into the channel because it, it is a hobby. It's not a full-time job or anything that I do. Um, and we've seen it grow pretty much up to 14.6k subs now, subscribers, and, and that's over the last two or three years. Um, so it, it's going well. Um, we'd like to grow the channel more. I'd love to, uh, to get it over the 20k this year in 2024. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot coming up. Good stuff. I mean, the, the bike reviews and stuff like that that you're doing are constant. Although I did really like the camping stuff that you did last year as well, because you did all of that on the bike. 
yeah and different bikes as well you're running you're running two bikes now or three bikes you've got the yeah so over the years we've had multiple bikes i've been riding for about 30 years but currently in the fleet we've got uh, two triumphs um in in the fleet one is a bike i bought and absolutely adore um as a keeper for the future really and that was a triumph bonneville t120 the, the black series or the black edition. Um, so that one's got all of the, the blacked out pipes and uh, you know, it's it's, it's yeah. in jet black ma- uh, metallic paint. Um, so I love that as a classic bike to, to keep for forever. Um, and then the other bike that I bought about uh, eight months ago was the Triumph Tiger 1200 Rally Pro. Now this is the one that I do all of my tours and longer trips on. Obviously both bikes, I do the camping trips and we'll be doing more of those this year. So uh, I really look forward to, to, to getting some more camping trips on the channel. Uh, really enjoy camping. And, and those go down really well um, with people, um, especially the it, younger riders, which it, is something... It's kind of letting people know that you can do it on the bike as well, isn't it? You know, people, yeah. you're not limited in any way. Um, you, you, you can carry everything. I mean, I've just put a nice little camp kit together that you'll be seeing on some of the videos we're doing this retro coffee shop stop which is something that you're going to add on to the button to the motorcycle tours yeah um but there's so many great little gadgets now that you can get for camping that are tiny but they yeah. you know you can cook on them you can camp with them you can get like sleeping bags that blow up from something like the size of your hand you know it's there's a load of of great equipment out there and that's one of the good things with your channel is that you're constantly reviewing and letting people know where this kit is yeah. bonneville by the way there can't be a a kind of custom Bonneville part in any of the stores left in the UK because your Bonneville has got everything on it that you could put on a Bonneville, hasn't it? Yeah, so when I bought it, I bought, I bought it brand new. Uh, in fact, I couldn't find one of these bikes in the UK. The only place that had one was Maidstone, Kent. So I had to drive from where I'm based in Lancashire um, all the way down in a van to pick it up. And then... Uh, I decided to put mostly Triumph accessories on. And at the time, I didn't realize how much these accessories would be. (laughs) So it it ended up costing me about two grand for all the accessories that I wanted. Um, But I wanted to keep it looking original and not go, you know, you can can customize a bike too much and then it's, it's great for you, but other people will look at it and go, well, that's a bit tacky yeah. or overdone um so i like to keep it um just spot on i know as you know i'm a bit of a tech geek so cameras yeah. mics bike, everything uh, everything phone <laughs> but, but um i, I do pick up pick up on that that the, the triumph aftermarket parts it's a bit like harley davidson i mean these things mm. can be overpriced we, we we was looking at these tamp protectors that we needed on a couple of bikes and um we managed to get them the set we've got them for sale in the speed shop now and we've got the sets going out at 50 euros for the set right both sides and the middle when i went to triumph for one of those sets they wanted 95 euros just for the center rubber and it is just a rubber with an adhesive on it's nothing nothing more than that you know but it's got triumph badge on it that's the only thing about that you know that's what you're paying for 
120 is a great bike. I mean, I've got one. In it is. Way. It is. I mean, I'll just give you an example. Uh, the bike itself doesn't now come with a centre stand, which is critical if you're wanting to lube your chain or do any maintenance, really. Yeah. Um, and Triumph wanted, I think it was £240 shipped, you know, for, for a centre stand, yeah. uh, which really should be on the bike from, from scratch, you know. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm especially trying to with a classic bike, especially a classic looking bike, yeah. you expect them to have a center stand because it's it's kind of the you know the gentleman's way of putting the bike on the stand when it's parked, isn't it? You know, it is if you think back to the day, you know, all of the old bikes always had center stands. The side stand is a bit of a sluggish way that you park your bike yeah. into the old days. Yeah, I know. They didn't have uh, side stands in the olden days. It was all centre stands. Um, but yeah, I um, so, so I don't do enough miles on the on the Bonneville. And uh, this year, as soon as the the weather warms up in the UK, I plan to get it out once the the salty roads and all the grime has gone. But um, yeah, on, on the other bike, the Tiger. Um, it, it's really a bike that I bought so I could use during winter and get it muddy and didn't really care if it got a bit salty here and there. Um, but I must say the quality and the workmanship on the Triumph bikes, that, that hence why I own two Triumphs, um, has really impressed me over the years. So it uh, does stand out, it, it, you it know, does. compared to any of the other brands, Moto Guzzi, even Ducati. Um, yeah. I still think the Triumph hardware is much, much better. Yeah, Let's just I mean, go you pay, back a, to you that pay a premium. You pay a premium, Adam, yeah. for the Triumphs, but I actually don't think they're overpriced. You know. Circa so eleven you, grand for a bonnet. Yeah, you, you you get what you pay for, don't you? And yeah. um, especially, I think the thing is with Triumphs, and maybe this is in their kind of um, you know design plan, is that when you buy, as you've said, you buy a Bonneville, it's usually a keeper, right? It's usually something that you are going to keep for a number of years. And most people I know with Bonnevilles have always been the same. It was like that 50 years ago, you know, when they were buying Bonnevilles um, and you could buy a Bonneville and they would be. And there's people now who've still got those original Bonnevilles in the garage, you know, so they've kept that kind of um, attitude with their riders. And you don't mind paying for that. And you know that you're paying for a good bike that's going to last you a lifetime. So let's just go back to the Tiger. Um, the Tiger then was um, kind of a different bike that I'd seen you on because you was always more sporty or you bought the Triumph, so you was going down the classic route. And then suddenly this Tiger appears. Was that after you tested one? Because you do do a lot of bike testing. Yeah, so over the last two years, uh, Triumph have been very kind to us and, and, and loaned us press bikes for two or three weeks at a time. So I've ridden every Triumph bike. Um, and, and this is where I suddenly realized, because I've never been a Triumph fan in the past, that the Triumph bikes were actually built very well, quality. They all ride nicely, they all handle. Um, but yeah, on the, the previous bikes that I've had in the past, um, you know, I've had sport bikes, I've had super naked bikes, um, 1,000cc, you know, litre bikes, as the US would call them, um, and all different variety, Ducati Monsters, all, all kinds of different uh, genres of bikes. But um, yeah, the, the one thing that, that tipped it was two years ago, I asked Triumph, could I take their latest Tiger 1200 that was a new bike that they launched at that period um, on a trip to Switzerland. And they kindly came to me and said, yes, Nick, we've got this uh, you know, Rally Explorer 1200 uh, bike. We'll put all the luggage on it for you. Uh, and you've got it then for a month um, to do what you want with it. So. I took that bike to Switzerland and uh, one thing that struck me after riding all of these different bikes over the years was just how comfy it is. 
and yeah. you know you can do nine hour days in the saddle you know uh, i think uh, on the recent trip i did i did 850 miles in one day and right. i got off the bike like i just got on it um right. so that that tipped it for me and i realized then that you know if i could afford the the uh, explorer or the rally pro then i would get one and then when i was looking to sell my yamaha mt10 sp which i had for about six years i wasn't sure which way to go and what to get and i can't remember in the trip that i did to switzerland and, and how i want to travel on longer trips more hence why there's a big trip coming up this year and the uh bike market was kind of a funny place so i got a good price for my yamaha mt10 sp Okay. off the dealer and also yeah. i found a uh 3000 mile i think it had at the time it was six months old uh 1200 rally pro tiger okay. and that bike was four and a half grand cheaper than the new price and i thought this is a steal i've got to have this bike yeah. so then i bought the rally pro and yeah i did a, a trip last uh, august to italy Right. Uh, see a friend down in Luca, and uh, I was so impressed with it. Um, it's it's definitely the bike of my choice, really, to do longer trips. Well, let's look at those longer trips because you've got a lot of plans for 2024. There's this huge trip coming up that um, we're talking um, about, and I've seen you on Instagram, and and you're starting to post about it. So just talk us through the you know the, the overview of that trip, what you've got planned there. Yeah. So. The reasoning behind the trip is um, I lived in Turkey for nine years. My wife is from Istanbul. So every year, my wife and the girls go for the six-week school holidays to Turkey. And generally, that's the time where I get on a bike and scoot off in the opposite direction if I can. Um, <laughs> and I realized I hadn't been back to Turkey for about five years. Um, so I said um, this year that, okay, you girls and my wife will fly out to Turkey and go and see family. Um, and then what I'll do is I'll take the opportunity and I'll, I'll do a trip to Turkey on the Tiger and back. Now, it's no mean feat. I mean, it's 2,400 miles each way. And I'll be taking in nine countries. So from UK, I'll be going through France. I'll be going through Germany, Austria, through Slovenia, Croatia, and Montenegro, which is places that I've always wanted to see. So it's more about the journey there, not the destination of getting to Turkey. Um, and then cut through Albania, Greece, and then scoot into Turkey and down to Bodrum, uh, where the girls will be. And I'll spend a week off the bike with them, having a little bit of a break. And then on the way, back um i've not planned that side of the route yet so i okay. might just come a different route back um but we're going to take probably three or four weeks including the the week off um to do that trip so uh, yeah really do you do, you do that trip alone or do you take your buddy with you no i do it alone um i actually uh, so here's the thing so a lot of guys that, that do motorcycle touring will always kind of go with two or three mates and, and or a big group i'm not into big group rides um, and I actually don't mind my own company. Some guys have said to me, oh, you know, I've tried a trip on my own, but I was very bored, you know, lonely and stuff. But I never, never feel that. Um, and also, I think if you're riding on your own, you can stop wherever you want. You can yeah. do things that you want to do and places you want to see. Um, of course, when you're traveling, uh, most of the country is really friendly. You meet some great people. I've had so many comments back from uh, actually people in Greece, bikers in Greece saying, hey, Nick, you know, come over and stop with yeah. us or, yeah. you know, come and see us. We'll have a coffee while you're here. Um, I must great. admit... 
I, I do prefer riding, I think, on long trips on my own. For the reason yeah. of that, that you can do what you want. You can step, stop where you want. You, I've been with people before and they tend to, you know, somebody likes to do a thousand mile a day. Somebody likes to do a uh, hundred mile a day. Somebody wants to stop every five minutes. Somebody does. And it's like, I can't be bothered with the argument between who's going to have what way and all of that. And I, I just think it's when you want to get on the bike and you just want to go, uh, there's nothing better than on your own, knowing you've got a good bike and maybe you've got a good backup service with a um, breakdown assistance or whatever. So, you know, it doesn't matter where you where you break down. You know, you're going to get looked after if you break down, of course. Um, and, and just get on with it. And when you're building content, which is what you'll be doing as well yeah. along the way, I mean, it's a great way to build reams and reams of content which yeah. will keep you editing probably for the next month or so you know with everything that you get back and and continuations of that because you can keep making reels you can keep putting stuff out you've got so much great stuff to show people yeah and it's it's you, you mentioned about riding with groups and stuff and it's the pace you know your other riders will be at a different pace or wanting to go faster or slower or whatever and it just doesn't always suit and when you are making video content you want to stop and you know, pop the drone in the air to capture the area, or um, you know, yeah. have a have a plan throughout the day. Um, and it's not you know what you make tutting on the side, going, you know, how long is this going to take now? You know, yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. So, people who don't understand the kind of content creation side of it. Yeah, and, and I also, I think as I get older, you know, yes, I do some camping trips and things in the UK on 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 the bikes, um, but on those trips, um, you know, it's July probably middle of July when I'll set off. So it's going to be warm and a little bit warm for camping. Uh, I don't want to be camping in 30 degrees heat and getting woken up at 3.34 in the morning by the sun streaming through the tent. Um, So I I spend a little bit more on those kind of trips and and I like decent hotels. Yeah, I'm the same. I I don't like all this Freddy Dobbs stuff where it's kind of like... um, Sleeping next to a car park full of Turkish truck drivers, you know, in a, in a wingman tent. It's like, no, that ain't for me. I was listening to um, uh, Noodles for Breakfast and I had um, the show, um, the, the Adventure and the Trail and Adventure Motorcycle podcast. And they are on the station there every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And they were talking to the guys from Noodles for Breakfast who are travelling across South America and they was talking about being in hammocks where they were trying to sleep in hammocks and this is how they were getting across South America and the mosquitoes' teeth was that sharp over there that they were actually biting through the hammocks and still stinging them like from underneath on the hammock. I was like, nah, that ain't for me. Here's the thing. So... (laughs) Since Christmas, I've not been putting too many videos out because of the weather. It's just not great. And I'd rather wait for a dry day where it's got some sunshine to to make the video look great and not yeah. always raining and, and miserable. Um, but also uh, in, the, in you know, the garage just now, I've got a uh, Triumph Street Triple RS in oh. Cosmic Yellow, their, their new um, 765 uh, Street Triple, uh, okay. which I absolutely love. Um, it's, it's kind of a... A sport naked um but it's 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 like a scalpel on on roads it, it, it would blow most thousand cc sport bikes out the, the water um so that's that's one bike i've got i haven't been out on it too much it's going back next week i think it is so i've got this weekend to get a final uh, thoughts video out on that bike um the other company that are very good at loaning us bikes are royal enfield 
Okay. And currently we've got uh, actually an interceptor, which is one you've got on your fleet, uh, the yeah. 650 interceptor. Um, and that's actually blacked out. So it's got the black engine casings, black exhaust. Oh, right. um, okay. A little bit that similar nice, to the, like, the, the black Bonneville that I have. Have they um, upgraded the hardware on them though, Nick? Are, are they close so to like what Triumph are doing? The, the build quality in the last year and a half has, has stepped up, definitely stepped up. Um, on the new Interceptor, I didn't realize that when I took it out, actually, that it's got new headlights. And um, just the quality of the bike is a lot better than it oh, was, say, two or three years ago. Yeah. Um, the bike that I'm really looking forward to ride from them is the Super Meteor 650, yeah. uh, which has been out about a year now. Uh, and that is being swapped over, I think, next week as well with the Interceptor. Okay. So that bike, um, I think, by looking at videos and pictures, and I've seen one in the flesh at a dealer, uh, the quality of that bike again is another level yeah. um so i think that's probably the best quality uh, value for money royal enfield in their fleet currently um okay. so that will come and then uh, actually i missed the launch i was invited down to uh, the bike shed in london last uh well the other's tuesday just gone couldn't go um but that was for the new shotgun uh, okay. like the bobber style that they've launched from royal enfield um so yeah i hope to get that on the channel at some point um the problem is with um, UK or where I live in the Northwest, it's not a problem, um, but the most of the other motorcycle manufacturers uh, are not keen on lending bikes out, and or if they are, um, it's like I have access to Motor Guzzi, Aprilia, and they're all based down at Silverstone, uh, the race right. circuit in the UK. Yeah. And it's a three hour drive from me, so I have to do a six hour round trip just to get a bike for like yeah. two weeks. Yeah. It's not worth it, and because I do this part time and it's a hobby, I don't yeah. have enough time with my normal day job to be able to do other bikes, but Royal Enfield and Triumph, they deliver them, they pick them up, they're really great to Fantastic. work with. Well, I look forward to seeing those. That, that Interceptor video sounds interesting. I look forward to seeing that. Um, and we're going to wrap it up there. Nick, thank you very much for joining me on Ride Time Radio. Um, yeah. Everybody, you can obviously go to Moto UK, or Moto UK as I say, <laughs> and you can so you can subscribe to it. Make sure you like and make sure you subscribe. It's subscriptions that we need when we're doing YouTubing. So go on and, you, and, and push that button or ring the bell. Nick, any last thoughts? Uh, no, just thank you. And I hope to come out to Tenerife to ride some of your bikes uh, shortly, Adam. Uh, we're cool. trying to line something up, so I'll see you out there soon. Right, you're always welcome. And you've got the um, the boat as well, which is the captain's locker. So if you want to do something and uh, and you want a quick getaway, then let me know. I'm sure you can twist my arm and we can do a nice deal and get you on the boat as well. Absolutely. All right, thanks, thanks very much, my friend. You ride safe, right? And we'll see you soon. Get over to the Moto UK channel, everybody. Make sure you like and subscribe. So there you go. That is a life of a YouTuber. So head over to Moto UK, find the channel, like and subscribe, and show your love for the work that they do. There is some great stuff coming up in his channel, really, to be fair. There's um, this great ride that he talked about, and there's some great new bike reviews as well. So he's got some really interesting stuff in there. Great to look at some of the kit. And remember, go back and look at some of the other videos as well, because they are a lot of fun. This is going out for Nick. I know you said you liked it with ACDC, so here it is. Let there be rock.
again begins. Begins. Right here. Right now. You're listening to 90.4 FM Ride Time Radio. Cold in the wintertime and hot in the summertime. That's the way my house was for years until I talked to Evergreen Power. Their soft spray insulation creates an air barrier seal in your roof space, reducing airborne noise, condensation, damp and mould, whilst keeping your home warmer in winter and cooler in summer, just the way it should be. Talk to Evergreen today and start feeling the difference sooner. Evergreen Power. Find us online now. Evergreenpoweruk.com. They are one of our sponsors here on Ride Time Radio. And if you have property in the UK or if you're over in the UK, you are experiencing a lot of, let's say, unusual types of weather patterns now. I was reading some headlines the other day and they said that they have now introduced a new Hurricane 6 level because the weather patterns are so strange across the world. And looking at the UK, I know I'm in Tenerife, right? And I know I kind of sit it out over here and I just kind of have a little look and, you know, well, <laughs> yeah, I do kind of chuckle a lot, right? But you do have some unusual weather patterns. And if you're looking to get some uh, uh, updates to the home, give evergreenpoweruk.com a shout and say to them, this is the important part, right? Say to them that you have come from Ride Time Radio and they will give you discounts. They will give you huge discounts, I'm sure. Well, they might not appreciate me saying that, but I know that they will give you some discounts. Anyway, big thank you to Nick from Moto UK. It was a pleasure speaking to him, and it's a nice bit of insight to the what goes on with the YouTube in. It is his part-time job, but I know I would love, well, he would love, for it to be his full-time career. Okay, here's a bit more Motley Crew. Let's have a look at this one. This may go on the playlist. It may not.
Now then, we've been doing some extra work here at Easy Rider Tenerife. We've got a lot going on, of course. We have now the Captain's Locker, where we can offer accommodation, uh, one or two night accommodation whilst you're taking bikes on tour. And remember, coming up from around about May, June, July time, you can go onto the sort of the motorcycle tour warehouse site, which is TenerifeMotorcycleTours.com. Remember that, TenerifeMotorcycleTours.com. Now, on that website, you will get extremely good value packages. And it's a very simple explanation for this, right? If you want to come over and ride off-season with us, we will do the tours a lot cheaper for you because there's less demand and we have lots of bikes sitting about, so it makes sense for us to do the tours like this. So we offer budget price discount tours through those months. Go onto the website, TenerifeMotorcycleTours.com. You'll see some amazing value, bikes included, and you get to come out for the day with me. We can either do Anaga, long trips, half days. There's lots of different choices on there, but they're only available through those months of the year. That is stated on the tour before you book. Just call in, speak to Nancy, and say you are p picking this from the Tenerife Motorcycle Tour, etc., etc. It's very self-explanatory. Bundle that up with a night or two on the captain's locker, and you have got an excellent, excellent getaway where you can get yourself over here, you can have a good break, ride a bike for half the price. <laughs> You can always reach me, 
for the Get Twisted show this week. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear this, of course, on Atlantico Radio as well. You will be going out across the islands on Sunday at 8pm. Um, we also go out at various times throughout the week with Get Twisted. Uh, give everybody an opportunity to listen and tune in, catch up with us, see what's going on here at Easy Rider Tenerife. This is 90.4 FM. This is Ride Time Radio going out on the south coast of Tenerife and across the world on ridetimeradio.com. We'll be back next week when we'll be looking at some more bands in depth and looking out for some new interviews with some unsigned artists. So have a great week, everybody, and uh, we'll be back very, very soon.